So good job to have a good fiddle. Today is the day of Yom Kippur. is called in the Swam Gatznumen. Shem Hashem, the name of Hashem. There are many explanations why the day is called Shem Hashem. The simplest explanation from the Baal Shem Tev, one of the explanations in the name of the Baal Shem Tev is that we begin to say, we're saying again HaKel HaKadosh instead of HaMel HaKadosh. So it's called God's name, Hashem's name. But there are obviously many, many more reasons. <coughs> it's, a, it's a day of Kedusha. It's a day Stama last night none of us had a chance to do anything wrong, I hope. Right? So it's so it's unbelievable. Hashem, so we'll be able to understand what we're learning finally. Because uh the reason that we can't understand, see children they learn so quickly, they understand because they they're pure. And we got all complicated along the way. And uh so it's hard for us to understand when we're learning. But when uh but after Yom Kippur we can understand. If Yom Kippur we start again. So we should be able to learn more and more of the Tzaddik's Torah this year, which the entire year has the unbelievable effect of clarifying things for us and bringing us back to that feeling of being children. This piece, Chavzayin, you can hear me, I can't, I can't, I can't talk now. This Chavzayin, this Chavzayin is also autobiographical. There are a few, there are a few, there are a few Torahs here that are, that are, Recordings of the Rebbe's uh, feelings at different on different occasions. This is um, this is really one of the most extraordinary, one of the most extraordinary pieces in, in all of his writings. It's it's difficult to understand, uh, and it seems that that he was himself having some difficulty putting to writing the, the emotions that were that were uh, that were there at the, uh, on the occasion of uh, of Hachnasa uh, Sefer in his Bismedrash. Where there was a safe that was being brought into his base medrash. So, but as always, it's not just it's not just the Rebbe uh, writing something that he's feeling. Obviously, if this was recorded, we'll see that the Rebbe the Rebbe's intention was to teach us something and that there's something valuable here, which he begins with a certain yisod in serving Hashem, that is uh, that is crucial for us to understand. So let's begin. Chav Zayin, Imbria Yivra Haish Yisrael Mikirba. That means. If a person, if a person is able to reveal some new type of kedusha, some inner, some inner kedusha holiness within himself that reveals who he really is, kedusha shabbar es hakadosh yisrael yekadesh, and he's able to. Now we'll see what this means because he's speaking about a bria, which means to create something as if it's not there. But the Rebbe is saying that there's that a person who is trying to to reveal some Kedusha, to create some Kedusha within himself. Kedusha is Yisrael. Az kol af Hashem then, then the Rebbe says, a Jew who's, who try, who's trying very hard, who really, really wants to uncover the Kedusha within himself, then all of his actions, even, even an action that he makes up in his own heart, that he makes up, that he creates, it's not written in any safer, it's not found anywhere. We'll see in a second what he means. L'shem Hashem, L'sha'azu, for that time where he feels that way, where he feels that way. L'guf Kedusha Yisavu, that already becomes part of Kedusha. That becomes part of Kedusha. But he says L'sha'azu, for that time, doesn't mean it becomes something which is permanent. Doesn't necessarily mean something which is permanent. To, to make up, to... To create, even if it's something which is original. He says, "L'shazu leguf kedusha yishavu." Then gam gufay megufam yartiach yetoises gam yiskadish. Then what? Then his physical body will will be inflamed <coughs> and will 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 be excited and will become sanctified by this, even though it's not something which is written anywhere in any sefer. It's not something which is in Torah. For that time, now again, it's it's impossible to know what this means until we learn the example the Rebbe himself describes what he went through. <coughs> now here it is. He says, "Kilama zekol kach nispaalti b'shar shehichlatiti lasoyses ahishapchus b'shar shchinech sefer hatayra." This is what happened. He says that why was I so excited when I decided to make to start doing somersaults? Bishas chinuch seifatar. That's what he was doing in shul. The rabbi, thought, the rabbi now is going over. Why did I do that? That was crazy. Here we have the most dignified person on earth, 
at the time that Hachnasa Sefer Torah, he was doing, not like little things, he was doing somersaults. He was doing somersaults in shul. And uh, so he's trying to understand why did he do that. Not only that, he says, but when I, when I was standing there, my body became so excited when I saw the place where I was going to dance, where I was going to do this. Like he said, I, when, I, when I stood there and I saw this place where I was going to do my dancing, my, my, my somersaults, that my whole body was shaking with excitement. No, when he when in the future, when he stood there in anticipation of doing this, I think that's it's very hard to understand. But when he was standing there and he was just about to do this, he said, "I, I was filled my, with such excitement. I began, I began." He says, "I began to tremble. I was so excited to do this, to do this weird thing, to to do the somersaults." It's too bad I have photostats, you know, the uh, the people that are here without the cipher. Huh? The on, yeah, on my desk when you when you walk in, facing the desk on the left side, there's a pile of there's a pile under some safer there. You'll see if Tzavazir is without the dots. Just I'm sorry, thank you, Ruben. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. So he's saying, why did this happen? My whole body was shaking with excitement in anticipation of, the, of this weird thing that I was going to do. The somersaults. So he feels that he has to explain to himself. And in doing so, there's something that he's going to share with us. Ah, so, so at the end, so, so at the end, end I'll be very good. At the end, at the end he says, all right, look. I'm not comparing myself, but uh, at the end, he, he brings the mice with Dovin Amel. Right. Yeah. It's like Marachefes. It's like... Uh, yeah. Shkarek, thank you. So we're in Oschav Zayin. Harbei Pa'omen. Chuka Sa'ish Yisrael Mislakachas Bo. Many times, many times the chuka, the longing of a Jew, is ignited within him, is burning within him, far beyond his actual place in Torah and Avodah. Far beyond his, his 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 madrig, his level. In other words, you could have a person who's not on any great, you know, he's not on any great level. He does a couple of mitzvahs, a couple of averes. You know, he's not on any fantastic level of uh, of Yiddishkeit. He's not particularly uh, into it. But then there can be, the Rebbe says, there can be suddenly a certain a certain chuka that could be ignited within him a certain longing which is way beyond his normal madrig. It's not it's not what he it's not where he's where he's holding. The Omer, and at that moment he, he feels If only I had some great act that I could engage in, some harifa, audacious thing that I could do, some crazy thing that I could do. Suddenly he feels it's not enough just to put on film. It's not enough just to it's not enough just to say Ashray. There's such a surge that is it, it's because it's because it's way beyond this Madrega. That there's such a sudden, a sudden excitement and this surge of spiritual energy that he's looking for a clee, for a vessel that, that's not there. He has to do something. He has to do something. It's lahavdil alf alfe havdalas. Sometimes, like, you know, I, I remember when we had our first, when we had our first child. So at that time, so I had, I was teaching in a, I was teaching in a yeshiva. Uh, I taught there for a few years, a, a wonderful yeshiva. And, uh, and I had, I had two bachram over. Two bachram over. Uh, they were like 10th graders, must have been. So I had two bachram over. And, 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 um, they caught me Shabbos morning. I was, I was playing with the baby. You know, and I was saying really ridiculous things. You know, how you, you know, no one, you, you never want to get caught saying these kind of things. Like, you know, these, uh, stupid little, you're doing, cra- so it was crazy. It was just crazy. And, um, and, you know, bachram, a girl would understand that. A girl would have no problem with that. But, uh, but a bachram looks like, you know, his rabbi went out of his mind. Some, you know, he's crazy. Some weird, he's doing some weird thing. 
What are you going to do? You can't. What are you going to say at that moment? You're going to say Mira. You can't say the name because you know that it, you know that it doesn't contain that sudden feeling of wanting to wanting to do something, wanting to do something. So you know, like you say to your kid, like I said to my best, come over. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to eat you up right now, right? So that sounds crazy. You don't know what to do, but there's a certain chuka, there's a certain emotion that needs to find a kli, and it's not in the regular dictionary of kalim. It's not listed under any of your normal kalim. It's not on your uh, menu, whatever that thing is. You know, it's not. It's not there. So you need a kali, and there's no kali. So you're looking. There's something that you have to do. That's 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 audacious. That you want to do Hashem. Ah, so you have this feeling to do something, but then all of a sudden, you know how it is. So he says your heart falls, like you go. Mm. You head all of a sudden it starts heading south. What? You start to think like this. Matarosi, Makalavadosi, come on. What am I? Where am I home? I'm a nobody. What's my what's my my whole Torah, my learning is nothing. My avoid and my mistress are nothing. Gamnavshi head. Even my soul is not satisfied or satiated by, by Torah and by mitzvahs, like I have something new to do. Vaf etsem hatohard umekor hakedusha. <coughs> As he says, it's it's hard a little bit to understand. The, the lashon is very hard. So he says, "Gam So even when the soul of a person is not inflamed to actual mesiris nefesh, Still, there is sometimes this feeling of yearning for something beyond oneself. In, in the, even if you're not like mamish on fire, there is this yearning for some self-transcendence to get beyond and above where I, where I normally am. She says, And the person thinks at that moment that if only, that if only for a moment, if only, if only now it was possible for me to do something, shall call upon him that if it were possible, just at least for this moment, I'm not I'm not expecting to become any great tzaddik, no. But I, for this moment that I have this yearning, if I could only extract my essence and bring it out to my normal self, libi me libi, is libi me libi. If it were only possible for me to pull out this this uh, essence of who I am from my normal, this essence of my heart from my normal heart. If I were able to pull that out for the moment. Yeah, like this, like the mice of the Bolshemtiv, right? The child that was whistling. Yeah. The somersaults. Right? The juggling, the somersaults, what was going on by Simchas Beis HaShoeva, that the whole, the whole Klayasol stood back in awe and was watching. Rabbi Gamliel and other tzaddikim that were that were doing things that uh, that are very very odd, very strange. It could, could be that uh, that one of them lines bent over. Yeah. And got stuck. Mm-hmm. It could be the reason why he got stuck was leaving life in the kibbutz. Uh-huh. Very good. Very good. Very good. He had that second of hesitation. hesitation. Very good. Very good. Very good. All the you know over the years I've spoken about the, those particular those particular um, dances that were going on because. Obviously, if these are taking place, Chazal, these are un- they're unbelievable things that are that are happening there, and even the joining together of the head with the toes and everything there, it has everything is explained in the Svar Makadosh and Api Kabbalah there, and the juggling and how many, why he was juggling that that uh, those tortures and so on, why Davka Vukashalash and so on, all it's very very remarkable that that whole Gemara there, Simchas Beis the Gemara there is really is really amazing. But you're right, that that's a fascinating uh, thought. Libi Naifel Bekir, Libi so he has this thought. He has this thought for for he says if only if only for a moment it would be possible for me to pull out my heart from within my heart. Goofy me, goofy, atzmi, atzmi, heilach lasha. To take this, to, if I could extract my essence from my external self or my normal self, I want to take out this inner self from my normal, reserved and proper self, and to offer it up to Hashem. Heilach, like straight offer, bring it up to Hashem. That's what I want to do. Says Now he's getting back to what happened with the somersaults, his own somersaults. 
when I was preparing myself to the seam of the Sefer Torah, to, you know, the finishing of the Sefer Torah and the uh, bringing in of the Sefer Torah to the shul, he says, it, This chuka that was beginning to rumble inside of me, this longing that was beginning to materialize inside of me, it began to, it began to become mamish of fire inside of me. Hello, no, to do something. I have to do something different. Hello, Shah Simcha Kedoshev and Oroa Me'enzo. He says, this is an, a Simcha, a, a holy and awesome Simcha like this. Maybe it's only going to happen once in my life. Maybe it's going to only be once in my life, such a Simcha. What could I do physically with my body? Something to offer my body up to my God, Hashem. This is okay. I will rejoice with trembling. Others, I'll put all my kaiches in, 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 into dancing. I'll do that. With all of my kaiches, I'm going to dance. Good. I just feel that my soul won't be satisfied with the regular thing. This is not a regular moment. It's not enough. It's not audacious. It's not crazy enough for this extraordinary hour of my life, for this singular, unique moment of my life to do something that I've always been doing. That this feeling is, is a spontaneous feeling. All of a sudden, you, you just, you're just going to explode. But this seems to be planned spontaneity. This is now. This is this is all a second. This, he's just going back now. This afterwards, he's writing about it. This is all. This is all a split second, right? But it's but it's wonderful because the Rebbe is isolating that frame, and he's trying to understand now in retrospect. <coughs> so he says, Vomar. So he, so he said, I said to myself, again, this is a natural thing that was taking place within him, Omar, I'm going to start somersaulting and jumping, turning around like those nivzim like, like, like the, uh, like the low lives. That will, that will, for their masters or for their bosses, whatever, in the circus or, They'll do that to be mechabed, to be to, to put on a show for their for the boys, or for, to put on a show for for uh, for the for the king, whoever it is. I'm gonna. He says, I had this idea to do something like that. So then the sultan, the evil one, uh, touched me, meaning the sultan approached me. What kind of an avoidance Hashem is this? What kind of stupid thing is that? What are you doing? What do you think you're going to do now? To, in other words, to take away this body, take it away. He says, Ma tam yeshba? What's the reason for that? And why in the world would Hashem care? If you, if you do a somersault or not. Why would Hashem care about such a crazy thing? And not only that, listen, Vaita, Yazik maybe it's gonna hurt you, you can get hurt. Somehow it's gonna, it's gonna hurt you physically, or somehow you can get hurt. But not only that, these all, these are all thoughts that we've had, but we get them just to do a mitzvah. I mean, a regular Daraisa, Darabonin. What am I gonna go sleep in the sukkah? This is very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. These are these are from the Satan. He says, you know, you're worried about their health. You're gonna you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna get hurt. Now there's a second. You're gonna dab. You want to dab? We're dabbing upstairs. And not only that. Not only that. He says. That's the next level. First of all, it's, it's dangerous. You can get hurt. You can get hurt. Second of all, second of all, you're gonna you're gonna look like a total imbecile. You're gonna be a shite and a mashugim and they call. Remember, here's a person who was who was exceedingly respected and admired, and and his whole way, the whole way of the Rebbe in Kuznets is you know Malchus, really Malchus. He carried himself 
in an extremely, unbelievably dignified and royal way. That's how he went. Bechlal. That's how he went. So it's going to look like a, it's going to look like a meshuga. Meshuga. So this is what the Satan is telling me. This is not good for you. It's not healthy. What kind of crazy thing is this? It's going to look crazy. Then, from the depths of my heart, I gave a roar. That Hashem should cast away the Satan, reject the Satan. And I pushed him away. I gave a scream from the depths of my heart. This is not the time to make all kinds of cheshbonis. Get away from me. You're trying to get me away from this thing. It's not the time to make cheshbonis to figure things out and to calculate. This is an awesome, great moment in my life. It's, it's again, it's unique. I want to do something with mysterious nefesh, with complete and total self-sacrifice, for the sake of my Creator, for the sake of Hashem. That's what I want to do right now. The Kevan Shabbat, so, Satan, what are you trying to do? You're trying to scare me regarding my health. Right? You're trying to frighten me that this is going to be bad for my health. And you're trying to cause me confusion and doubts because of why that you're telling me I'm going to be mavaza myself. I'm going to be humiliating myself. I'm sorry, Sutton, I have found the crazy thing. This is what I have thought of. This is what's come to my mind that I was searching for. And now, I am preparing myself and sanctifying myself and dedicating myself to this act, to this thing. And that was it. And the baby did it. That was it. This kind of emotion like, helps your brother out. Yes, so he says, let's learn. So he says like this. Now, from that moment, afterwards, this, this is like, uh, how do you say hedyotis? It means uh, common and petty and even, even trust. This common and silly looking thing that I did, niskachali, has become very, very hot. When I, now in my life, it's, I look back on this and, and it's become something which is very holy when I look back on it. And this Yakra Bafanai, it's become very precious to me. When this Batalti Lefaneha, and at that moment, I, I, it, from the moment I made, in other words, it's like this, I may have said it wrong, from the moment that I made the decision, I think this is what he's saying, from that moment that I pushed away the sudden, and I gave that scream, that roar from my inner self, it became, it became 100% clear to me. Just going back still a moment before, a second before. It became 100% clear to me that this was a holy, precious thing. I surrendered myself to it. I surrendered myself to this, to this longing to do it, to this, to this crazy thing. And then I went to the next stage. Okay, how do I do this? You know, it's not like the Rebbe was training for the Olympics. So, now, okay... I have this idea, and he's standing there. He's got, you know, he's got all the coats, and you know, he wore a couple of coats. So it wasn't like, you know. So now, okay, so now what? Now what am I going to do? So he says, this entered my mind, but now I'm at the second stage. He says, goofy. My body's beginning to think. How am I going to do this somersault exactly? And now I'm not gearing up for the next thing. I decided to do it. So he says, My neshama was ahead of my body. And this, there was this burning feeling of mysterious nefesh, of self-sacrifice, self-transcendence. Now I no longer saw just a simple somersault. This is no longer just a, this is no longer a simple act <clears throat> of, a, of turning oneself over. As I'm standing there in the shul, and I'm sure at that moment Imamish didn't see anybody else in the world. He says, now I saw before my, my eyes, in my imagination I saw, no longer the floor of the base medrash, that empty space where I was about to flip in that spot. 
was no longer just some some old wooden floor, some place in Poland, and some half broken down base managers. Now is it, now what is it at this moment? It's the mizbech in the base of Mikdash Mamish. I saw this place now as the altar in the base of Mikdash. There's a mizbech that's shining in front of me. <coughs> this place, this place where the Sefer Torah, where the, where the ceremony, where the Hachnos uh, Sefer Torah is going to pass, is going to take place. This place has become sanctified. And there was this fire like on the Mizbeach. I saw now before me like a fire in the Mizbeach, like the Akeda. Could you imagine? Strachmanis. That's some little broken down place in Poland. And you could build now buildings for $20 million with the most, with the most beautiful marble, right? And it's like an ice. Mamish cold as ice. And they spent $100 million to make this thing like, and to, it should look like the base on Mikdash and it should be like this. And, and nothing from nothing. And here the Rebbe, the Rebbe had his little place. And he says, I look at this and it became all of a sudden like a Besam Mikdash and the whole, and the, and the Mizbech, and I see the fire of the Mizbech. Vedomi toises, and my body is, my body is shaking, is cooking, is bubbling, boiling. Ve'enaizel goes to Moses, and at that time, then the tears began to pour from my eyes. I began to cry. This is, uh, this is uh, unbelievable. You don't see this in the safe anyway, no such a thing. Mi ubamendis gachalisha. So how was this, how did this happen, that for that moment, this way of serving Hashem that I created, I created this, I, I made this up out of thin air. But it became so holy for the time, for the moment. How come my, how come my whole body was trembling and became holy from this act? Which I didn't, I don't necessarily feel when I'm, when I'm putting on film. Right? Or, or when I'm, or when I'm doing, uh, when I'm doing one of the mitzvahs that are incumbent upon me, I don't feel. It's only because there had gathered up at that moment inside of me all these sparks of potential spiritual energy that was dormant, that was sitting there. And now they were created, meaning now they were given room for expression. <clears throat> See, what the Rebbe is saying here, the Rebbe is saying here is that there is, there is something within a person that we know that is yearning for something original. And it goes back to what I was saying about with, you, with your child, that everybody should be zokhah for healthy children, that there is something of a need, I can't just, if, in other words, if I would just look up in the book, uh, there would be a book about, uh, uh, on the subject of how do I show affection from, how to, how to show affection to children. I'm sure there's a book like that, right? Like you get, like you have it, like, uh, like, like, uh, the book is going out on a date and he says, you know, Rebbe, what do I, what do I say? And he's standing there with a, he's sitting there with a note. He says, I, I find you to be very appealing. <laughs> right? So uh, even though it's a well-trodden type of a thing to say, you know, and it's like a, you know, it's, it, it, it's something which has been used in the past, right? It's been used in the past. It, if it's not something which, it's it, a person desperately need that, needs, that, needs that spontaneity. And, and there is, that, there is a, a certain level of, of, of creativity, <clears throat> of spiritual energy, that's present within the person that needs to be expressed. And Dafka there you're going to find you're going to find a vehicle towards uncovering your Kaichas Nefesh when it comes to putting on film and keeping Shabbos and regular mitzvahs. Because a person needs to have his own way. To say Takarashbaru Kuchi Kuchi Ku. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, a person needs to have his own way. One of the interesting things about among among many others, among the Chasidim, by Chasidim, is an unbelievable amount of minhagim of customs. Right? Different hagim That the tzaddikim had from different places. You know, Kabbalah, but also many of them were original minhagim. And you, and you would see 
what happens over the years is that very often the Hasidim are more attached to those minhagim than they are to, to like anything else. Right? They're more attached. So like there's a certain nusach. Let's say for instance, Chabad has more minhagim probably than any of the other because they have their, their own minhagim. So, so you get a, you get a Chabad fellow and the Chabad fellow will have, will see more chashivas very often. He'll see, I'm not talking about now in Lamedes. Emotionally, he'll be more excited about what? He'll be more excited about it. You test Kislev, then, then it could be over at, you know, Achvayis uh, over Shmini Yatzaris. When you test Kislev, what's you test Kislev? It's a Chabad Indian. It's because the Balatanya was, it's a, it's a great day, you know, I'm a, I believe in these things. But the Balatanya was free from prison. So, uh, and, but to him, you test Kislev is, that's something. Shmini Yatzaris, you have to say Kiddush, you know, you do. Okay, but, but but you test you test kiss life ooh what you know why because it's, it's it's ours it's mine <laughs> there's this feeling it's mine there was in Yiddishkeit I have this room it's something which is mine it's mine or you have whatever any of the chassidim that they have a certain little Indian that's different that they do differently this is the avoider of the chassidus that's the avoider of the chassidus and you'll see something that's interesting that over the years that those minhagim managed to persevere through all the difficult things that even Jews that are not necessarily holding on to everything else, even that they're missing big Yisaitis and Torah, there's this way that that, that thing that is special, that, <laughs> that, that I do. Uh, now, over, the, over time, it could be that you're not doing it anymore. It becomes just like putting it on a film. It, becomes, uh, it could become like that also, God forbid. Just like go the way of all halacha, right? The minig. But look how minhagim, what minhagim means to Yiddishkeit. And why is it that the tzaddikim, not just the chassidim said, that if you want to see a Jew whose Yiddishkeit is, God forbid, on its way out, you begin to see that he's not careful with Minhagim. <clears throat> that the Minhagim don't mean so much anymore. We're coming at the Sukkot, all the Minhagim, Ushpiz, and all these Minhagim that we have, that the Jewish people have. It's not written anywhere in Tarish Palpat. It doesn't say any place that you have to say, uh, you have to welcome the Ushpiz and the Elon. It doesn't say any place. It comes from the Zohar, right? But it's a Minhag, it's a Minhag that, 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 that many, many Jews have been keeping for, for a long time. And there are many Minhagim that the tzaddikim say that the beginning of one's retreat from Hashem is not that he stops putting on film. It's not that he's Mechal Shabbos. It's that these things, these menhagim, begin to mean less. These customs. And you meet Jews, the old-time Jews, they're moise nefesh on the menhagim, with serious nefesh, that if you tamper with a minig, they still look at you as a big apicurist and tampering with halacha. If you're tampering with halacha, they look at you like you're having a, you're having a bad day. You know, you should do tshuva. But if you're tampering with a minute, it's Aisyid. It's like you're not a Jew anymore. You're not a Jew. You're not a Yid. So now, you, uh, and halach, you can answer all this, that this is crazy. Halach, of course, is crazy. A piyalach, a minig is a minig. And, uh, and Tyra is Tyra. I mean, even though minig is spelled Tyra, but, but it's not. Right? So, so, but, but there is this, there is this urgency that every minig has within it. And it's and it keeps Klai Yisrael alive. The Minhagim keep Klai Yisrael alive, just like among the Chassidim. What identifies that group, <clears throat> besides the Tzadik, are the unique avodas that that group has in serving Hashem. The unique avodas that they have in serving Hashem that keeps that keeps that fire burning. So the Rebbe says. <clears throat> That this is gathering together the sparks of spiritual energy. So you think that I'm, you think that I hold myself to be some great tzaddik? He says, even the lowest and simplest Jew has this within him, this need. That's what Avi was saying before. That, that it says that Dovdemach, it says Dovdemach was, was, was Mephazit, he was dancing. But in the Medrash, one of the Mephazim says that Dovdemach was Mamish doing somersaults. That's what Dovdemach was doing when the Aaron was brought back. And it says in Novi that he was, that he was dancing with, with all of his strength in front of the, in front of the Aaron. So one of the Mephazim brings in the Medrash there that, that he was, that Dovdemach was actually doing somersaults. Now, that doesn't mean that he needed that precedent. It doesn't mean that he wouldn't have done it without that, because when he, at the moment that he was doing it, he didn't see that parish that Dodomach did a somersault. But the fact that he looked now and saw this, and Dodomach said, remember the time that Dodomach, Samichal was looking, this doesn't become, this doesn't befit the king. 
right? So he, he doesn't, that the king of the Jewish people should be doing such a thing, like one of the Reikim, like one of the Kalim, like, like a nobody, and Dodamel says, Vehesi Shofel Beinai, in the Kalaisi, Yahoyd Mizois, Vehesi Shofel Beinai, Dodamel said, Halavai, so Michal, that is this, this disgusting for a king to go like this and lifting up his robe, and, and Dodamel said, Halavai, I should become, I should become more nothing, and Vehesi Shofel Beinai, for the sake of Hashem. And so, also, that, that was Dovd HaMelech acting in such an undignified way. That Michal was right. In other words, according to Halacha, or, or let's say the way that things normally are, that the king should behave in such a way, in front of the, in front of the entire people, is itself uh, something which Shulchar is, uh, is, 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 is disgraceful. It's, uh, huh? it's degrading. It's degrading. Huh? Right. We shouldn't be embarrassed. Rabbi Kiva used to go across the whole Bismedrash. He used to jump across the river. The Badichava. Yeah, the, the Badichava. The, the physical avoid of the Badichava was, uh, you know, that there, are, there was, there's a famous Maisa, I don't want to go into it because it's a little bit of a lengthy Maisa, but there was a Maisa about, about uh, somebody that was, um, it's a Maisa from Bermaim Chaim, that there was a certain, there was a certain chaser um, of the Bermaim Chaim that was filled with the chukah to go all the way to see the to see the Badishva, to see Kedusha's levy. And the Bermaim Chaim, the Bermaim Chaim told him that you have to be very very careful when you go when you go to the to see the Badishva's avaida, not to laugh, not to laugh when you see the Badishva, when you see the Levi Yitzchak, what he does, not to laugh. It's a very very serious matter, not to laugh. So the Maisa was that he he took upon himself. You know, he prepared. So he went to Badichev. And uh, I, I don't remember what it was exactly, but the Badichev did some absolutely crazy thing during davening. But it was crazy. It was like he was like jumping off a table <coughs> onto another table and turning them over. And it was a whole crazy thing. And this host of the Bermam Chaim started laughing. And he couldn't stop laughing until he became physically ill. And, the, and they sent him back to the Bermaim Chaim. The Bermaim Chaim sent a message to the Badit I sent you a whole uh, chassid, and you sent me back a broken, a broken, totally ruined, like, you know, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with the guy. He didn't stop laughing. He would fall asleep, and he'd wake up, he would keep on laughing. So they, so they, had, to, they had to send him back to the Badit and the Badit went and spoke to him, something happened, and he took it away from him. He took it away from him. That, 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 he couldn't stop laughing. We don't even understand what that means, Bechlal. What does that mean? So the Rebbe says, the Afshar could be remisiat me. I'm fooling myself. No, this whole thing is I'm fooling myself. Who can guarantee that this act that I was doing was really, really holy, that mo- that moment was filled with holy? Who can guarantee? Maybe it was dumb. My imagination is the whole thing is dumb, silly. It's imagination. I was the one that made it into something precious. I made this whole. Th- I made it like it's special. I, I, I in my imagination, I, I gave it this special quality. Vani orarti me, and I was the one that that awakened myself to to do this. Ki hello el hariya shekivisi lo This is amazing. So maybe says self call self. I did not reach the level that I wanted to. I didn't reach that that vision that I was that, that I thought this was going to bring me to whatever that was must have been something amazing. I didn't reach that level. In other words, in reality, it didn't add up to my anticipation. And that spirit, that level of ruach, that level of of spirituality that I was almost certain would be revealed in me once I would do it. Lamaisa, I mean, that must have been an unbelievable love that he was seeking. It, it wasn't revealed. So I might think that the whole thing was not made up, and the whole thing was silly, and it was uh, just beyond my madragas, and it wasn't anything which was real, it was imagination. He says, Chas v'shom, to think that. Now he's in retrospect. I didn't. He's saying, I didn't fool myself. You're not allowed to think that. He says, This thought that maybe I was fooling myself, this thought, <clears throat> this thought is also from the Yetzirah. 
to doubt. The lichpor b'mesher rovi margisha makodesh and to deny what a person himself sees and experiences in holiness. This is a yetsahar, which, by the way, you have, you know, this is something which the Bali Musa, the Bali Musa would strongly, strongly disagree with. The whole thing of Musa was that you have that you look over everything that you've done. And you're supposed to try to uncover with it any possible lie. Any that, in other words, you're supposed to try to find anything that's genuine, that's not that's not a hundred percent in what I'm doing, <coughs> which which to a large extent would prevent people from doing things, right? When the realization that who, who, who you know who's on a madrega where, where where it's coming completely, completely, you know, purely without anything foreign mixed into it. So the Rebbe says. This is also from the Yitzhar, this thought. In other words, to investigate and to, and to put under the magnifying glass, under the microscope, whether or not this is a billion percent, and maybe there's Demyonis, maybe there's this, maybe there's that. That's, that's from the Yitzhar. How could a person deny that which he knows is alive within him? How could he deny it? Now, it's hard to explain what he says here. Im kol shosh niskarve elachinach lohergashti es orsh chinosis baruch. Isn't it true that every second, as it was getting closer to bringing in the sefer Torah, the dachnasa sefer Torah, every single second, I know that I was I was feeling more and more the light of the shechina, of the Hashem shechina. Vezihares kvayda shetemalias moichi libi umei, and I felt the the shining splendor. Of his glory filling my mind, my heart, and my intestines, my kishka more and more. What? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. And isn't it because of this? This was the reason. Because of this was that was because no, it was because of this feeling of Hashem's presence. Isn't that the reason that I decided? Luraninus Adon Olam. At the time Nachnas to say for Torah, they they were singing Adon Olam. That's what was the minute they sing Adon Olam. Kiamarti beis Hashem ha'noichiyus sheli yismoitet v'atzmoisa yispoyer. To explain this, I was sure that my whole that my whole my whole anochius, my whole ego, would dissolve. Would 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 crumble, but in my very essence was going to be crushed into little crumbs. Was going to be would disintegrate. And I would become instead filled with with Hashem's presence. And I felt that the whole world. That the entire world would then be for me a spark of of Hashem's brilliance, of Hashem's shining brilliance. And I had to explain this. That that's what he's saying. In other words, I felt all of that. I really did feel that for the moment. And I and I, and, and I can't <coughs> deny that feeling that I had. It was a true feeling. He says. Okay, it's true. What I was hoping for, the level that I was hoping to reach, and I was almost certain that I would reach, lo zachisi. I wasn't zaycha. I didn't. I wasn't zaycha to reach that. Betach es atzmi eini makir. Obviously, I don't quite know my limitations. I'm not. Uh, I don't really know myself completely. But kamish yodeya ani es erki hanomuch. And to the extent that I, I admit and I acknowledge my low level, my worth, my, my, my little, the little worth that I have. Od gasas be. I guess I, I was just, uh, I got carried away with myself. In other words, the gasas ruach be that, that I thought that I could reach such a high level. Well, harbe matsavi kevisi. I was hoping for something way beyond the level that I'm, that I'm, that I'm on, that I'm able to achieve. No, no, Avalesa Sheh Hirgashti Hirgashti. That's what he says. No, it w- but it was. Whatever it was, it was. The fact that I didn't, the fact that I didn't get to that place that I was, 
that I wanted to get to? He says that does not take away what it was. Absolutely not. And he doesn't regret it. Because now he can look back and, 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 and like and see the pictures. Hold on, I'm sure there are no pictures. But I can look back, he can look back and feel totally humiliated. Right? He says, no. As I say, Hergashti, Hergashti. What I felt, I felt. Doesn't make a difference. I'm not a Balmadrega. Even the lowest Jew, no matter who he is, something that he creates, Yivda, that he creates, that he wants to do, as long as it's not against Allah, of course. I'm not talking about something which is against Allah. Even for the moment, it becomes, it becomes holy. It's holy. So, so now, <clears throat> that, not, that, that did not become part of the, of the Rebbe's Minhagim to do somersaults in Shul. Ashkenazim is not the usual custom. Although there are, there are, there are Hasidim that do that. But I, I felt that it was absolutely necessary because I felt that there was, there was certain Kerchis and Nefesh of some of, of the Kahanim that, that were not given expression because of what happened, that some of the Kahanim, because of a, mis- because of a, a mistake, they weren't able to make it in mistake because they, they, because they locked the doors. Mitchum will have our own shul and we'll have a place to wash. It's crazy. Yeah, we have a few places to wash. We, we, we got carried away. Like the whole new shul is places to wash. So we want to make sure that everybody has a place to wash. So, so what happened was it was a, it was a crazy thing. So a couple of the kahanim, uh, they, they came ready. It was, it was after we'd say and they couldn't do it. So, um, so, uh, uh, so I, I was very surprised. Not as much as they were. You know, people that didn't miss Duchening and Kippur the entire lives, and what are we going to do? So, so uh, during the break, so I ran home because I, I remembered that that I saw that in, that in Germany they had such they had such a minig to Duchen by by Neila, and I and I uh, and then I saw the whole thing was Bashir. Because I'll tell you why. Because I have I have nine hundred thousands and thousands of swarm at home, and this safer that I that I knew I, that I wanted to look up, I. I I thought it was, I didn't know what to do because I thought it was going to take me at least at least two hours to find. And we only had a break, as you know. It was only a short break. So what am I going to do? What am I going to do? <clears throat> and then uh, I knew it was Bashir because the second and, and it was also dark in the basement. But the second I went downstairs because I have different I have swarm in front and then in the back half. I didn't remember where I had that, and I and I pulled that like five swarm like in a frenzy. And the first cipher that was there was this cipher. It was the first safer, it was the first safer that I, I could barely make out, but I recognized the, the, the tzura, and I, and it was the first safer, and I said, no. So then I, then I saw, it brings down that from the Keyless of Frankfurt and Vermeiser, that they, that they, that this was the minute. And not only that, <clears throat> but then I, then I, then they sent me to another safer and a different safer, and I already saw that even by, even by, uh, Zedichov, and by, and by Kalev, by Chassidim that they do it, and he shall lie in the minute, and then I, you know, and then he, the safer passed to be, so it became ready, Baruch Hashem. Uh, a, a beautiful Indian. So as we're leaving to Kiddush Levana last night, so I said, I said to one of the, I said to one of our chaverim to the to a Karin Godel, So I said, no, you see that? So what looked to be like it was going to be the worst Yom Kippur of your life, not the Duchen, came out to be the holiest Yom Kippur because you Duchen by Neila, which is an unbelievable thing in the swarm, like to have such a schus to Duchen by Neila. So then, so then he said to me, so, so let's do it next year. <laughs> so I said, so I said that's no, I said that's shtick. That's already shtick. That, cause that's, this year, this year was what the Rebbe was saying. This year was something that was, that was burning. It was something that had to be. Next year, ready, that we don't, we don't have, we don't go against the, the Ramah doesn't say it like that. We're not gonna make it, in, in, in Woodmere to do such a minig. It's not our, it's not a minig here. But, so then it's already shtick. Huh? We should be in Yushalayim, Mr. Shem. We in Yushalayim. Huh? How many hugim stories? That's an interesting. It's an interesting. You know, like they have the. Uh, I, I once said in the shul. You know, by by the briskerov. You know that the mice. It's a famous thing by the briskerov that he was about to light Hanukkah candles. I said it many times. He was about to light Hanukkah candles. The 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 Talmud and the briskerov are, are, are more with him like these in Yonim than the chesidim. So briskerov says, and he, he, he's about to light Hanukkah. And then all of a sudden he turns around and tells the rabbits and to take away, take away the broom. There was a broom over there, so nobody understood what was that. So the risk of upset afterwards is because then they're going to have that every single every single uh, yeshiva bach every single uh, is going to have by Hanukkah candles going to put a broom. <laughs> so the end of the story is that now what's the minigan bris that they take away the broom that they take away a broom and they light Hanukkah in there, <laughs> right? So the, but the rabbi said the risk of says you better get that out of there. He understood that they're going to so you have to be careful you know what you have to be careful. And Haman Hagim starts an interesting thing that's a that's a subject into its own. It's a very, very interesting subject, house. But, but, but I'll call part of them. You have to be very careful when it comes, because it really it, it needs Yeshiva Das, it needs very big people. It's not, but, but, 
Sometimes it's an emergency situation. As long as it's not again. Now, I would have never suggested, God forbid, if it would have, if it would have been against against uh, halacha, if it would be something that doesn't have a, a, a source in, in, in minhag, even in minhag Yisrael, I wouldn't make up a new thing because God forbid, we're not, we're not to do such a thing to make up a new thing. Because sofka sofas, he's saying it's a bracha. You can't you can't stop. A bracha, you can't stop. Make up a bracha to say a person has a cheshik to say shechianu when he's on the train or something. What are you going to say shechianu? You can't. You don't have. You can't do that. But. If it's rooted in, min, in Minhagi Yisrael, and there were tzaddikim and kedoshim that did that, so then for the moment, for the moment it was that it was a piece of this. For the moment it was that, and you know something, Mitzvah Hashem, fifty, sixty years from now, you're not going to remember. That's the duchni you're going to remember. That high duchni, you know, there's going to be like it's a funny thing, but that's how it is. Why? Because it had it was a spark of that spontaneous, <coughs> spontaneous, creative part of who we are, who a person is, of who a kahila is, which is really a uh, which is really a collective personality and it has unbelievable kedusha to it unbelievable, there's unbelievable kedusha but again, it's something which it has to it has to have within it that originality and that spontaneity to be real so the Rebbe says, Sobor Hashem says that, uh, that you don't have to be any big Balmadrega, even the simplest Jew for the moment, for the moment it's miskadesh. It becomes it becomes uh, holy. Should we go? Where, where, where should we go? Should we continue? I don't know. This is going to take <clears throat> a little bit more time. I don't. We used to go to huh? Ten minutes. Okay, so we we won't be able to finish. So let's start the next. Let's start chavchas. Embrace atah lahavchin is riyoscha, viyoscha b'shom and hashos. The Rebbe says if you want to if you want to take a test <clears throat> of what your yiras hashem is. Of where you're holding in, in your Shemaim, of being a Jew at any certain time. You want to take a test, like, like, you know, you want to see if the smoke alarm is working, it has a thing on there, you press a thing. You see, you want to, you want to take a test. You want to see, you want to test where you're holding in your year, in your year, your fear of Hashem, in your re'iya, your vision of Ruchnius. Where, where are you holding? Imrak Besichlacha Hisbainanta. It's hard to explain this exactly, what he's saying. But he says that if in your mind, you were thinking, you were trying to understand. And in your imagination, all the Unbelievable infinite levels of the Ishtalshlis, meaning that from Hashem's Kivyacha, from His essence, from His divine being, all the way at how it descends into this world. So it's the cult of Nefcharita. You took a look there and you tried to <clears throat> connect to that highest light of Hashem and, and connect to it as it descends into your life. You looked at that and you became afraid. Or perhaps in truth, your neshama became revealed to you at that moment. And together with your neshama, truthfully, As all this is part of the question. I don't know how to... Trans- I don't know how, I mean, to translate, we can translate the words. I don't know how to exactly, this is something from a place inside the Rebbe that I can't, I can't clearly interpret. But I think what he's saying is, this is all part of the question. The question, do you, do you want to know? In other words, if you want to test, to know, if be'emes, if in truth, you were able to have a peek, to have a little bit of a glimpse of that godliness, that came from the highest place in reality, all the way down into your life. You want to get a peek of that. That's what you want. You want to know, am I holding by that? Am I connected to that, to that unbelievable presence of Hashem in the world that has descended from the highest place all the way down into this world? In the English translation, so I looked, I looked at the English translation, so he, he put it in this way. Do you want it to, to see a peek of God through the cosmic spectrum? I thought it was a pretty neat way of putting it. A peak of Hashem through the cosmic spectrum, 
which is uh, cosmic spectrum is the, the meaning of the Ishtalshas. He's really saying in Kabbalah, all the descent of all the Olamists of the worlds from the highest level to the lowest level, but a peak of Hashem through the cosmic spectrum. Says, he says, <coughs> Meaning, was it that that you saw? When, or, or maybe you're just fooling yourself. In other words, it's, it's connected to the last piece. In other, is it possible that you actually were affected by or touched by something from that highest, from that highest spiritual realm and it came into your life? Or maybe, uh, or, or maybe it's uh, something that that is, uh, that's not true. It's simply not true. Bezos tavchin. This is how you could test this. Im If in the middle of your hisbainus. Now here he's not talking about a, a spontaneous emotional thing. He was talking about more hisbainus, which means a person's thinking and contemplating. Maybe he's learning one of the svarmakadoshim. He's and he's thinking about the, this this reality of the cosmic spectrum and Hashem's presence in the world. So how do you know whether or not this is real? He says, If when you come to this thought, this meditation, for the, that, at that moment you're torn away from the regular life, regular place, <coughs> and, and you feel like you're mamish in, uh, at a different madrigue in a different place, and, you, and at that moment, you, at that moment, you reach such a madrega, you're even afraid to think of fear of Hashem. And you're even afraid to think of, of, of loving Hashem. You know, the, the, the realization is so awesome about how great Hashem is. As a result of this, this meditation, you are so overcome with the, with, the, with the realization, with the understanding, the perception of God's greatness, that you're even afraid to, you're afraid to experience anything. You're afraid to love, you're afraid to fear, you're just sort of paralyzed by the, by, by the realization of His greatness. You cover with perspiration. And you're afraid even to stand up and dive before the one who is great. Before Hashem, who's greater than all that's great. Who's greater than anything, any light and any holiness. Because you took a glimpse, you had a peek of something which is of something from the highest world. And you're afraid even to dive. You just, you just sit there and you start perspiring and you don't know what to do. The takireyu should build the and you now realize that you can never understand him. But you have to force yourself. It's time to daven. So you have to force yourself with a broken spirit, and you're embarrassed and and humbled, and you force yourself to try to daven before this God that you just re- that you just that you just recognize on some level. What are you going to do? Hashem told you you have to daven. If this happened to you, if you went through this experience. Which the Rebbe obviously did. And you should know that you were able to get beyond the borders of this world and you were able to connect to your Neshama and to serve Hashem with your Neshama when you felt that way. Because your Neshama knows the truth. So at that moment, at that moment, that feeling of, that feeling of being completely overwhelmed. Again, th- these are things that people like us, Bosheth, can't understand. Them. But it's, but still, it's important for us to see such a thing. But if you didn't feel this way, if you felt, okay, uh, you know, you, you, you're learning this thing and you came to this, and you say, all right, it's time to die. You know, even though you were excited. But if you felt that it was not, if you felt that you could just go ahead, so then, then he says, that it could be, maybe it was just something that was an intellectual thing. He says, nevertheless, even this, and even this, this is good, this is good. Don't, don't be discouraged. It's also good. You know, even if you didn't bring it to the Madrag, you should still keep on doing this. It's great. <clears throat> but, but, but you didn't come to the essence of your neshama. Unless, unless you felt this way. And what the Rebbe was saying is that, you know, and this is also in halacha, you know, you need vishus to daven. We think that davening is like Hashem is saying, please daven, please daven, please daven, I want you to daven. The truth is, the same way we were saying all day Rosh Kippur, right? Achila lokel, achala panav, shalmi menem aneloshen. That's by davening every day we really have different ways of asking Hashem for permission to daven. The fact that we, the fact that we could go daven is a chiddush. That that 
that little worms like us can approach, approach the Rebbeinu Shalom, that's a chiddush. That we, that we could daven. And that's what we have to ask with shuz, that we could daven. And when you take the steps back, and you go, what? Yeah, Hashem's supposed to be asking with shuz. We don't look at it like that, but we're looking like, oh, but okay, I gotta go daven. Okay, it's time to daven. What he's saying is that, what do you mean? You need, you, if you realize, if you're holding by that place, and you realize what, who you're talking to, you're, you're so filled with this feeling of, of terror that you feel that, you're not, that you can't. You have, to, you have to ask with shuz, who am I to even approach him? So he says, this is a test to know whether or not you really, really came into contact with, the, with your neshama. He says, but if not, he says, continue. But, uh, but it's not the real, it's not, you haven't gotten to that place yet. Okay, so, Mr. Shem, we should one day know, we should know what this means, uh, not just to read about it intellectually, but we should be able to experience it. Shukai.